0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We're going to talk about the weather now because I would wager that is the conversation being had up and down this country. How perilously cold it got last night. Joanna Donnelly is with me from MetAaron. Joanna, what's it going to be like tonight?
1: Um, it's going to be cold again. I don't know if it's going to be quite as cold as last night, but uh, near enough, as makes very little difference, to be perfectly honest. Another cold night. Actually, the next few days and the next few nights are going to stay cold. We've got uh, a cold air mass over us. Now, there's going to be a little bit of a change. But it'll be hardly noticeable. You know, temperatures go up a, a degree or two. I think on Wednesday, but really, that's going to be a, a nominal value. The, the, the we're still in the very low single figures in the afternoons um, right through this week, and cold and frosty nights as well ahead of us.
0: How different is the picture in different parts of the country? Yesterday, where I was in 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 Kilkenny, we were smothered in fog, so it didn't warm up at all. Uh, uh, but I was watching the All Ireland football semi final uh, from thurlis and they had blue skies.
1: Yeah, it's going to depend on where you are. That's always the way everybody in this country thinks they live in a microclimate, by the way. But in some parts, there are little microclimates. If you're near a body of water and fog forms over the water and drifts over the, the rest of the environment, that could possibly linger through the day in many places um, because there's nothing to warm it up. There's no change in air mass. There's no wind and there's no sunshine to speak of. So um, it could stay really, really cold um, right through the... Um, the, the day and especially if fog lingers through, the, the temperatures don't rise at all. At the coasts where there's a bit of a gradient, where the bit of breeze comes through, then uh, you get a bit of circulation going and the sun gets to peak through as well.
0: Joanna Donnelly from Met and thank you for joining us. Shane O'Donoghue is with me, the editor of CompleteCar.ie So Shane, lots of advice out there for drivers uh, who have to navigate the roads and conditions like this. Where would you start? What's the most important thing to do?
2: Hi, right, Karen. Well, just keep it simple, I guess. You know, you can't teach somebody how to drive and uh, avoid a skid really um, over the air. But simple things like make sure you've got good tyres and that the tyre pressures are correct. I mean, that's easy to check in any garage. They all have machines. The correct tyre pressures are on the back of the fuel filler flap on most cars or inside the door jam, the door, driver's door jam. That's a very easy thing to do and very important. The tyres are probably the most important part of the car. On top of that, do not ever leave. Do not move until your windows are clear. Um, it's it's against the law. So for chuck, a start, chuck it's boiling water dangerous. over them. <laughs> no, no, please, ah, please, yeah. nobody chuck boiling water. This is this warm, is this is an urban myth, Jade. This is
0: not, no, I'm do, not. I'm doing this for
2: twenty years. The windscreen looks grand. <laughs> You mustn't have a very powerful kettle. <laughs> no, the temperature shock has the potential to shatter the screen. So, absolutely use ah, warm gosh, water. I have the potential to win the Olympics. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> no, I would strongly discourage listeners from putting okay, absolute okay. boiling water over. Um, But, yeah, clear, clear, obviously, clear all the windows with lukewarm water or a scraper or de icer. Um, other things as well, make sure your screen wash is topped up because mm. uh, windscreens can get very dirty driving this time of year on the motorway, especially. And and, and it, that it's defrosted. That's the other and a really, really cold. night. I've noticed that you go to squirt it and it, nothing comes out. The tops of it are frozen over. Yeah, it depends on the car and depends on the routing of the pipework. I mean, some engines will warm up the pipework under the bonnet and that won't be an issue. But yes, some, they won't work at all. So that's that's a good piece of advice, actually. Maybe pour some more water over the nozzles of the uh, the windscreen wash. Um, on top of that, then other things like lights, of course, make sure your lights are working properly, make sure they're clean. Nobody mm. wants to clean their car this time of year, but clean the lights at least to make sure they're visible and you're visible. Um, People as well, I guess you
0: you have to deal with them as as they are rather than as you think they should be. And while none of us should be reliant on the kind of the cameras and the anti-crash technology in the cars, you know, we do become a little reliant on it. And that's the other danger this time of year, isn't it? That all that dirt on the road, including grit that's put in the road to keep us safe, it, it blocks up all those cameras front and back of the
2: car. No, that's absolutely right. Certainly in more modern cars that have um, camera systems for driver assistance and all that. Uh, and and really just, you shouldn't be relying on them at any time, but this time of year especially. Um, and the big advice there, of course, is just to slow down a little bit, you know, give a bit more distance from the cars in front. And uh, this is the issue with, you know, the messaging brought out with, with safety vans that, uh, speed camera vans, that uh, the speed limit is okay at all times. It's not. Actually, you need to slow down sometimes from the speed limit and make your own decision and take responsibility for it. So keep away from the car in front a bit more just slow down a little bit more when you come a little bit earlier coming to junctions and maybe a tighter corners and everything because you don't know how slippery it's going to be is there any way of spotting
0: black ice or is is that the danger that it is impossible to spot are there any tips or tricks from inside the trade?
2: Well, it's not that you can see it, but you can, um, use your, use your noggin to guess where it might be. So under shady areas, for instance, under trees where there might be water dripping down and where it it might be shaded from any sun during the day, for instance, there, there could could be black ice under that shady areas are are a key area for it. But the big thing is, of course, as I just said, if you're already keeping a distance from somebody and if you're not going into a corner relying on the grip, to be good, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you hit a p- patch of black ice, if you're if you're maintain- if you're being safe anyway, hitting a, hitting a patch of black ice might not be the end of the world. So people shouldn't panic about it. But uh, and that's the whole point, really. Just keep your speeds down a little bit in those situations. Uh,
0: is there any argument in Ireland that we should be changing our tires for the winter? Winter specific tires.
2: Um, it, it's very hard to make a proper argument for that, to be honest. Okay. Winter tires are brilliant, um, and you know. Some people are probably picturing snow chains or tires with spikes. Winter tires are actually just a different compound, um, a slightly different shape on the rubber as well, maybe. But they have a higher rubber, rubber, um, high proportion of rubber in them. And that just means that they don't, they can still deform at lower temperatures, but they don't really, they are not don't provide any advantage until you're below seven degrees centigrade. Um And, th- we, you know, even though right now we have that, if you look at the statistics for Irish weather, we don't have it very long each year. So mm. it, it's hard to justify the outlay, really. Well, what about this idea of a survival pack in the car? Should everybody have one of them? I think so. And um, I was I, speaking about this earlier. I know survival pack sounds so extreme. Yeah, it makes me sound like I'm kind of lost in the outback or somewhere. It does. But I don't know if you can remember a few years ago, there were people stranded on the M50 for a few hours in the snow because it was a really bad... It just came down and they couldn't move for a few hours. Now... Those are people just could have been just popping to go shopping or go to pick up a kid from GA or something. Who knows? And so you just, the idea is that you always have it in your car. So some, a warm coat, maybe a hat, a drink of water, some snacks, just very simple things that would just make life a little bit more comfortable and bearable if you did happen to get stuck in the car for a few hours. Good advice. Uh,
0: given the uh, forecast that Joanna shared with us a few minutes ago, Shane O'Donoghue, the editor of CompleteCar.ie, thank you very, very much uh, as always. Cullum & Cork says, it's called Common Sense, guys. When it comes to driving in lower temperatures, but unfortunately, common sense isn't very common. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.